Discover personally how the Word of God can affect and change your life as you listen to this message by Bishop Eddie Fabin. Bishop Eddie Fabin serves as a senior pastor at the Kodesh of the Kodesh Family Church, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, founded by Bishop Daguerre Mills. Eddie Fabin is an inspiring teacher and preacher of the Word of God, a renowned marriage counselor, and an anointed prophet God uses to bless multitudes at the weekly prophetic turning point service at the Kodesh. Now, may the Spirit of God touch you as you listen to Bishop Eddie Fabian.
hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Did you enjoy the singing? If you enjoy the singing, you are going to enjoy the preaching. Stand to your feet and let us welcome Bishop Eddie Fabian. Praises to our God and every word of worship. together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you glad to be in church this morning? It's a blessing to be in the house of the Lord on this last Sunday of September. Can you believe it? It's the last Sunday. It's also our celebration Sunday. So we are here in the months in which we were born to celebrate the goodness of the Lord and the fact that he even brought us to this world in the month that he brought us hallelujah so we bless the lord and um like bishop Oko said next week sunday is the first sunday of october the first of october and we are celebrating and honoring the prophet that god has given to us amen and bishop dag heward mills so we're going to be here to honor him and I believe that we will honor and honor him well. Hallelujah. So make sure you don't miss next Sunday because something good will happen to you. Amen. But this afternoon at 3 p.m. we'll be having our gathering service. Hallelujah. It's going to be a time of miracles. God has promised to bless us with miracles. Over the months we've had mind-blowing testimonies. I even know of people who have pregnancies and other testimonies they are waiting to share after they give birth. Hallelujah. But it's awesome. So God also wants you to, to give you a miracle as we end the year. So come and receive a blessing and your life will not be the same. You know someone who needs a touch of the Lord, who needs to be healed, bring the person along at 3 p.m. Amen. Right. We want to take our memory verse for this morning. Romans chapter 9 and verse 16. Romans chapter 9, verse 16. Can we take it together? Ready, go. Romans chapter 9, verse 16. So then, it is not of him that willeth, nor of him that runneth, but of God that showeth mercy. Romans chapter 9, verse 16. Amen. Okay. We take it again. All right. Let's go. Romans chapter 9, verse 16. So then, it is not of him that willeth, nor of him that runneth, but of God that showeth mercy. 
Romans chapter 9, verse 16. Beautiful. I think we can, we can do it all. So we should take it off. How many think we should take it off? Oh, all right. This is the Nelekoko type, isn't it? All right, so let's go off the screen and we'll do it together. Let's do it together. Ready, go. Romans chapter 9, verse 16. So then, it is not of him that willeth, nor of him that runneth, but of God that showeth mercy. Romans chapter 9, verse 16. Hallelujah. Amen. Father, we are so grateful for this Sunday morning. We ask that your spirit will be with us to guide us into all truth. Thank you, O God, for the blessing of life. And thank you also for the prophet you have given to us over this house. We ask, O God, that your presence, your spirit will be with him wherever he is, Lord. Use him mightily and let him be a blessing. We thank you. We bless you. Have your way in our lives this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. This morning, I want to uh, prepare our hearts for next week's Sunday service. And prophet Sunday. Amen. So, I'm preaching from this book. Uh, it's one of the loyalty series books. And it's our month of loyalty and commitment. And so, I just thought that I should preach from this. And I'm preaching from the book. Those who are dangerous sons. Hey. There are seven loyalty books. We have those who are ignorant, those who accuse you, those who pretend, those who forget, those who leave you, loyalty and disloyalty, and then those who are dangerous sons. So make sure that you have all these books. It will help you to be a loyal Christian. Amen. But this morning, turn with me to Mark chapter 6, and I'm reading from verse 1 to verse 7. So, let's read it together. Ready, go. And he went out from thence and came into his own country, and his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many hearing him were astonished, saying, from whence has this man these things and what wisdom is this which is given unto him that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands is not this the carpenter the son of mary the brother of james and joseph and of judah and of simon are not this his sisters okay verse four but jesus said unto them a prophet is not without honor but in his own country and among his own kin and in his own house. Verse 5. And he could there do no mighty work save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. Verse 6. And he marveled because of their unbelief and went round about the villages teaching. 7. And he called unto him the twelve and began to send them for two by two and gave them power over unclean spirits amen let me add one more scripture in ephesians chapter 6 and verse 2 and 3 it says that honor thy father and mother which is the first commandment with promise 
that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. Amen. Now, I'm preaching on why some don't honor their prophets. Why some don't honor their prophets. Now, you would think that everybody would even acknowledge that we have a prophet over us. And maybe my first point that I'm going to give is that people don't honor because we don't realize the prophet God has given to us. Amen. You would think that everybody would know it, but people don't see it that way. And you will find that a lot of people sometimes become familiar with the men of God that God has given to you. And so we fail to see them as the prophet God has given to us. The Bible says in Galatians chapter 6 and verse 6, it says that he that is taught in the word, let him communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. All good things. I don't know how other versions put it. Do you have another version? New Living Translation. What does it say? Those who are taught the word of God should provide for teachers sharing all good things with them. What are the good things? Cars. What else? Houses. Money. Dollars. And then what else? Good things. Shoes. Uh, clothes. Private jet. Perfumes. These are all good things, isn't it? But listen. If we are going to communicate with the prophet and the teacher God has given to us, who has been a blessing to us as we honor our prophet on the first Sunday of October, we need to bring something that really is honorable. Hallelujah. And I'm sure you can bring, if we say good things, you cannot bring everything you want to bring, perfume and all that. But the reason why we don't think bringing perfume and wall hanging and uh, what else? Socks. I think your sound is not working properly for me. So let me use something else. Okay. Socks. Hey. And then what else? Shirts. Handkerchiefs. Watch. You know, the reason why that may not be a good thing to give because you don't even know what type of watch he likes to wear. You're bringing a perfume. You don't know the type of perfume he likes. You know, and what may smell nice to you may not smell nice to him. There's a certain perfume called Tunali. I don't know if you know it. It's a type of perfume. And the reason why some people like it is because when you put it on you, it can stay on you for like six days. Very economical. But the smell is terrible. But people like it. So you are brought to Nale thinking that he likes that one. It will not be good for him. You want to bring a shirt. You don't even know his shirt size. So the shirt may not be the appropriate thing. And that is why we are saying that next week Sunday, as we are coming to honor our prophet, find an envelope, find some dollars, find some pounds sterling, fresh notes, 
find some seeds heavy put it in the envelope packed and bring it oh i thought you would clap and i'm telling you before i make my case so that when i make my case you understand what i'm saying bring a fat offering bring it but you see people don't do it because we don't recognize the person that has been given to us as a prophet if you are in any church the man of god that has been given to you and for us in the united denominations of lighthouse group of churches our prophet that god has given to us is bishop Doug hayward mills you will miss the blessing that must come into your life when you fail to see the prophet and that is what we read in mark chapter 6 when the people saw him and he was he had come to do miracles when they saw him they said ah but isn't this guy the carpenter isn't he what the brother of james the son of mary and joseph the brother of joseph and and judah and simon and are we not seeing his sisters walking around how come today he says he's a prophet we have to honor him we cannot honor such a person but there were blessings that they were supposed to receive they couldn't have it yeah in matthew chapter 10 and verse 40 jesus says something he said he that receives you has also received me yeah and then he said in verse 41, He that receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. Yeah. yeah. It's a good place to clap. Yeah. Not in the name of a teacher. Not in the name of a colleague. Not in the name of somebody I know. But in the name of a prophet. So that means that when you don't receive him in the name of a prophet, the blessings that a prophet has will never come to you. But I believe that in this church, we are going to see the prophet God has given to us. And receive the prophetic blessing. Can you imagine? Verse 2, Mark chapter 6. The Bible says that, look at it, it's describing what the prophet has that you can benefit from. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence has this man these things? Which means that he has astonishing things with him. When you connect to this prophet, astonishing things will be your portion. People will see you and they will open their mouths. They will be astonished. Is it the same person? They don't know that you have connected yourself to a prophet. And by that connection, astonishing things have come into your life. They'll be shocked. Astonishing things. Secondly, it says that from whence has this man these things? And what wisdom is this? The prophet has great wisdom. When you see him as the prophet God has given to you. In other words, to see him as the voice of God to you. Every wisdom that you need for your life, you will receive that wisdom. When I read his books, 
When I listen to his messages, I receive wisdom. I find that a lot of wisdom enters into my mind as I listen to him. And my life is transformed. Because you see, by wisdom, you will do great things. When I listen to him, I'm blessed. I receive so much wisdom. I ask myself, where is this wisdom coming from? But when you don't connect, when you don't honor him, you will not have that wisdom. Wisdom to build, wisdom to marry, wisdom to do great business. I mean, those of you who are at the lab lamp, you will see that there's wisdom to do business. Wisdom to live your life, to be a very great person in life, you will never find it if you don't honor the prophet. He said you will receive a prophet's reward. Not only does he have astonishing things and great wisdom, but he says that what wisdom is this which is given to him that such mighty works. With the prophet, it's mighty works. When you connect to the prophet in your life, only mighty things will be taking place in your life. People will marvel and say, how come you are able to do these great things? Not knowing there's a prophet behind. There's a prophet who is speaking over you. There's a prophet who is declaring some things over you. That is making you mighty. Doing, oh, I see you doing mighty works. I say you shall do mighty works. You will do mighty things. That will be you. But the people, all these things were said. And then verse 3, straight away they said, is this not the carpenter? So that was it. They cut themselves off from the blessing that God had for them. So as Jesus was looking at them, he said in verse 4, he said, he said, verse 4, quickly. Hmm. Back we see, verse 4. Is he there? But Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honor, except in his own home. So when the people in his own home, his country, his church, they don't see the prophet that God has given to them and honor him, they miss out on the blessing. So the Bible says that he couldn't do any mighty work. In other words, he wanted to do mighty works. In other words, he wanted to receive, release some blessings over them. In other words, he wanted to bring some good things, but because they were not ready to receive and honor him, they missed it. Oh, but we shall not miss our blessing. We shall enjoy every blessing that God has for us. Oh, I see you, you'll be doing mighty works. As you honor the servant of God that God has given to us, you will do great works. I see you having great wisdom. Astonishing things shall be your testimony. In the name of Jesus. So many have missed it. Sometimes because of familiarity. We get so familiar. It's like we know him. Bishop Saki, Bishop Adi has always been a great example to me. As I watch them. Because they have been with him for years. They play golf with him together. They are always with him and all that. But still, they recognize him as the prophet that God has given to them. May we recognize our prophets so that we can receive the blessing that God has for us. Number two, people don't honor the prophet that God has given to them because 
they don't follow the example of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ showed us a great example of honoring the prophet that is there before you. When he came, he met John the Baptist, who was already there on the scene. And there was no reason for Jesus to honor John. But because he knew that if you honor the prophet that was there before you, it's a spiritual principle, a certain blessing will come upon you. He did it. So the Bible says that he submitted himself to John. He went for John to baptize him. And as soon as he honored John by submitting himself, the Bible says that the heavens opened over him. And the voice said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. What makes God be pleased with you when you begin to honor the prophet he has sent to you? Jesus could have said so many things. Why? Whatever. But the things he said about John, I'm telling you, nobody has spoken about John in that way before. Matthew chapter 11, look at it. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 7. And as they departed, Jesus began to say to the multitude. You see, people came to, some people, John sent some people to come and ask whether Jesus was the one to come. And Jesus said, look, the blind healed, the lame walk, dead have been raised. Go and tell him, he will know that I am the one. (laughs) But after they left, then he started talking to the people about John. You know, and, and, and that's the mark of somebody who is a loyal person. That he doesn't only say nice things when the person is around. Then after the person is gone, you start saying bad things. But when even the person is not around, you say nice things about the person. It's a sign of loyalty. After the people left, he spoke to the multitude. He said to them, concerning John, what went he out into the wilderness to see? When you went to John, what did you see? A reed shaking with the wind? No. But what went he out to see? A man clothed in soft raiment? No. Behold, they that wear soft clothing, they are in king's palaces. But what did you see? Verse 9, he said, a prophet, a prophet, a prophet, a prophet, a prophet. He said, yea, even more than a prophet. That is how Jesus saw John the Baptist. He saw him as more than a prophet. He saw him as somebody that God has sent into his life to be a blessing to him. Somebody that God has sent to him to change his life and to make his ministry go to another level. How do you see the people that God has placed over you? How do you see the prophet that God has given to you? He said it's a prophet. This man is a prophet. It's a prophet. When you receive the person as a prophet, you begin to receive the rewards, the blessings. They begin to flow into your life. More than a prophet. For this is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, which shall prepare the way. Verily I say unto you, he said, Among them that are born of women, there has not written, risen a greater prophet than John the Baptist. Wow, that is powerful. Jesus was saying that even he himself 
John the Baptist was greater than him. Because he said those that are born among women. And he was also born among women. So he also can see that John the Baptist is the greatest. I thought you would put your hands together. He recognized him as the greatest. You see, and when you recognize the prophet as the greatest, you will not honor the person. And the reason why a lot of people may not honor this prophet, Bishop Dagi, what mills that God has given to us is because you see others as greatest, not the one that God has given to you. If I'm lying, say I'm lying. But maybe you see Pastor Chris as the greatest. You see T.B. Joshua as the greatest. You see uh, Oyedepo as the greatest. You see Adeboye as the greatest. Because Joel Osteen as the greatest. T.B. Jakes. Jakes. That's how you see them. Because these are, those are the people that you think are the greatest. But the greatest person that is in your life is the prophet that God has given to you, if you don't know. I'm not saying that these people are not great, so please don't get me wrong. They are great people, and I'm sure their church members also see them as the greatest. But as far as I'm concerned, there's no teacher that is greater than Bishop Dark. I, I don't know. Maybe you have your own mind, but I don't see any teacher greater. The things I know, the things I understand in the scriptures, I haven't seen anybody teaching the Bible the way he teaches it. You can see the evidence all over the place, the books. I don't know anybody who has written more books. But as I read the books, I see this is a teacher. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. And if you don't see him that way, that's your problem. But he is the greatest. All the fivefold ministries, I don't see any area. As a teacher, he's the greatest. As a pastor, he's the greatest of all pastors that I know. As an evangelist, hey, don't go there at all. He's the greatest. I haven't seen any. As an apostle, founded 3,000 churches that are operating everywhere I tell you I don't know of any other apostle as a prophet he's the greatest prophet I know I said he's the greatest prophet I know a prophet is someone who says things and it comes to pass that is the prophet I'm talking about he has spoken things you just need to listen to some older messages and you will see that the things he said today all those things are coming to pass I tell you a great prophet is with us we better see it and honor him oh I, I understand why you don't you are not clapping because you don't see him as a prophet Oh, but I came to stand here. I came to tell you and I came to convince you. I came to let you know that as a great prophet in our midst, he's the greatest of the prophets. You need to honor him. You need to celebrate him. Lift your hand and give the Lord a shout. I'm telling you, it's my duty to let you know the prophet you have because maybe you don't know that's why you see others but Jesus said listen 
this man is the greatest as far as I'm concerned. And Jesus didn't have to honor him. I'm telling you. Because Jesus compared to John the Baptist. Bible says that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And the Bible makes us understand, it said, and there was nothing that was made that was made without him, with everything that was created. So it means that when they were creating John the Baptist, Jesus was part of the creation of John the Baptist. But because he understood spiritual principles that if you want to be blessed, if you want to do well in life, in marriage, in business, in every area of your life, under the prophet that God has given to you, you will also begin to do well. I see the heavens open over somebody. As you honor the prophet God has given to us, you will also be great. Yeah. I can go on and give you reason after reason why Jesus shouldn't even have honored him. One of them is that John the Baptist, Jesus was the son of God. But John the Baptist was the son of man. He was created by Jesus himself. So there was no way that he should even submit himself to him. But he did. Secondly, John the Baptist himself said that he was not even worthy to untie his shoelace. John the Baptist who said it. One day some people came to him. They were talking. I think they saw him as a very great person. He said, Charlie, you guys, me, I baptize with water. There is somebody he baptizes with fire. 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 He said, even his shoelace, I cannot untie. So, he is not Jesus's Whatever, Koiko, are you my Koiko? No. But Jesus knew that the thing is a spiritual principle. The person may not be my Koiko, the person may be whatever. The way you see him is a carpenter, whatever. It doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is that he is the prophet that God has placed over you. You must honor him. Thirdly, John's lifestyle was questionable. He was wearing skimpy panties to preach. Hey, I mean, if you had a prophet who was walking around circle, wearing drawers, and moving around and, and preaching, would you like to be associated with such a prophet? But Jesus said, listen, it doesn't matter. The thing is a spiritual principle. Whether he's wearing panty, he's wearing drawers, whatever he's wearing, I know that my blessing is with this person. I just need to honor him. Our prophet in his house. I said, We shall honor our prophet in his house. Next week, nobody should arrive without an honoring offering. Hey. Another reason John the Baptist seemed to be delving into politics and he was in direct confrontation with the government of the day. Talking about the government, you go on FM, Peace FM, you'll be saying things about the government. So many things was creating enemies for himself. But still, Jesus said, I need to honor this person because my miracle, my blessing, everything is with him. Oh, 
Another reason, John the Baptist's ministry ended abruptly. Yeah. He was executed as a common criminal. But still. So when you see somebody who is there and all that, you may easily think that uh, how this person is like. But the most important thing is that we understand this principle. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing, John the Baptist himself did not have a miracle ministry. He didn't have any miracles. He didn't do any miracles. So if that's the thing you are looking out for, because sometimes some people want to see something, oh, this man, he has seen Jesus before, but this one, he hasn't seen Jesus before, so I don't think that he's the prophet we are looking for. No. Is your pastor powerful? One time somebody was coming to have a wedding, and then they said that, oh, Bishop Doug is the one going to officiate. Then he asked that, is your pastor powerful? Because he said he went for another wedding. When he went for the wedding, after the wedding, the wedding night, the brother, the groom could not perform in the night. Like how they asked this brother, Dillon, he did this. He said, yeah, the pastor who officiated the wedding was powerful. Well, that's how people are looking at things. So you see, your pastor powerful when people in officiates wedding after are they able to perform? I didn't know that when you officiate your wedding, you should be able to be able to perform. I didn't know. And how Bishop always says that oh, he hasn't seen Jesus before. He's praying that he will see Jesus. I'm sure you are just ah, you see, that's right. See, I know a certain man, he's prophet two and prophet three. He says he has seen Jesus. That's the greatest. You are joking. You don't understand the principle that we are talking about. It's not about the miracles and the seeing of Jesus, but the fact that this is a prophet that God has placed over you. The heavens will never open over you if you don't honor him. Another reason John the Baptist did not have powerful teachings. But Jesus had power. If you compare the teachings of John the Baptist, when he was teaching, he was rather sucking, insulting the people. You brood of vipers, snakes. <laughs> You're calling your congregation snakes. Do you think the people will like you? Like you came to church and I look at you as all of you are snakes. You, you will not even be happy with me. But that was John the Baptist. But still, the principle of honoring the prophet that was there before you it's always a blessing. Oh, my time is up. Let me add one more. One, another reason why people don't honor the prophet that God has given to them is because they don't follow the example of David. The example of David. David is also another person who honored. And he honored the prophet that was before him, which was Saul. And when you look at Saul's life, he was not anybody that should have been honored. Worth honoring. No. Saul's life, the story didn't end well at all. In fact, the night he died, he died in the witch's house. Yeah. He was in the witch's house before the day he died. I mean, his whole life, everything, God was not happy with him. But David understood something that, listen, you don't kill the prophets that are before you. You honor the prophets that are before you. Yeah. 
every time he was referring to him, he referred to him as my Lord, my King, my Lord, my King, my Lord, my King. And this was somebody who wanted to kill him. It's not that he was whatever, he wanted to kill him. One time he was playing the harp. Saul took a javelin, a spear, threw it. The guy just swept like this. Said, hey. He ran away. His wife, Mikal, told him, listen, my father wants to kill you. You better run. They threw him, pushed him through the window. He ran away. Still, Saul was pursuing him. He wanted to kill him. Because people were also chanting songs. Saul has killed thousands. David has killed 10,000. Church members, do you create problems for us? You see, this one is more powerful than this person. Then you create problems. Yeah. Some of these things you say, "Ah, oh, this one is more powerful. You don't have to. What's what's, what's more powerful? There's nothing like that. But anyway, he chased him. When he went to the caves, whatever, he chased him there. Then at a point, he couldn't find him, so he was tired. He was sleeping in 1 Samuel chapter 26. And as he was sleeping, his people that he has called to be with him, Abner and other guys, they were also sleeping. So David woke up, he called this guy, he said, who will go with me? Abishai said, I will go with you. And he went with him. They went to where Saul was. And Saul was snoring. He was snoring. Abner, who was supposed to be watching over him, was also snoring by him. When they arrived there, Abishai said, David, opportunity arises. The Lord has answered your prayer. Kill him! One time. And let's go. But David said, listen, listen. No matter what the person has done against you, you don't kill the anointed. You don't kill the anointed. You don't touch the anointed. What you do is you honor the anointed. You honor the anointed. You honor the anointed. He just took his this thing, cut a bit of the pieces of his cloak just to let him know that he was around. And he went to stand somewhere and he started talking. You Abner, you are supposed to be watching over the king. What are you doing? You are sleeping. This, that, 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 that. And Saul heard the voice of David. Is that the voice of my son speaking? My son David. He said, my son David, is that you? He said, yeah, it's me. I came over. Blah, blah, blah. You are sleeping. But I didn't touch you. I just want you to know that I respect you as my Lord and my King. Oh, yeah. As he spoke these things over there, he told him, put it there. First Samuel 26, 20, 23, 24. He put it there. Put that scripture there. First Samuel 26. And David answered, behold, the king's spear. And let one of the young men come over and take it. This is it. I, I don't, I don't, no. I don't want, I don't kill men of God. I don't kill the prophets. I don't kill them. He said, the Lord render to every man his righteousness and his faithfulness. That's what God does. God himself is the one who render. Your righteousness and your faithfulness, God is the one who, not man. He said, for the Lord delivered into my hand today, but I will not stretch forth my hand against the Lord's anointed. 
24. As be, and behold, as your life was mastered by this day in my eyes, so let my life be mastered in the eyes of the Lord and let him deliver me out of all tribulation. Wow! You will be delivered from tribulations as you honor the servant of God. As he did these things in fact, Saul said something to David. It's a, so, it's a blessing to me. Saul said to David, Blessed be thou, son David. He said, you shall both do great things. I see you doing great things, so. He said, you shall both do great things and you shall still prevail. That you may live long, you don't have any idea. It is by honoring the people of God. It is by honoring the servant of God. And that is why David's throne up to today is still the throne that is talked about. Even God said, I will build my throne on David's throne. In Luke chapter 1, verse 32, he said, He shall be great, and he shall be called the son of the highest, and the Lord shall give unto him the throne of his father David. Talking about Jesus. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, he said, Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. He said, Of the increase of his government, there is no end, and peace, there shall be no end. And upon the throne of David, upon the throne of David, upon his kingdom, to other end. What made David have that? All because he honored the prophet that was before him. Learn to honor the prophet. You will be amazed that today when we go to Israel, they talk about the star of David. It's, it's, it's there, their flag. This, that is all about David. Why? God said he's a man after my own heart. Why? It's all because this one, he honored the person that was given to him. May you honor the prophet that has been given to you. As you do, I see God making you great. I see astonishing things coming into your life. Mighty works are going to come into your life. When the, the, the people didn't honor Jesus, the Bible says that he left them and he called the disciples. Mark 6, 7. And he gave them power over unclean spirits there is power over unclean spirit but you can never get it until you honor the prophet may you honor the prophet in jesus name hey my time is up stand to your feet lift up your hands to the lord and begin to talk to god right now talk to him talk to him i don't know what the lord has spoken to you today but God says that I have given you a prophet. You need to honor him. Ask the Lord, how do I honor this prophet you have given to me? Next week, as we come to honor him, how do I honor him? Lord, help me. Teach me. What offering can I bring that is honorable enough? Talk to the Lord. Lift up your voice and pray in just two minutes. Talk to God. Talk to God. We need to honor because there are great things God wants to do for you. He wants to open the heavens over you. He wants to bring blessings, astonishing things. Ask Him.
Ask him. Ask him. Ask him. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. That we will honor the prophet. We will honor the prophet. We will honor the prophet. We will honor our prophet. The prophet you have given to us, O God. In the name of Jesus. Pass, Lord. To honor him. May we bring honorable offerings to him. As we come next week. In the name of Jesus. Teach us how to honor that we shall find blessings in your presence that will be pleasing unto you O God in the name of Jesus help us Lord that we will honor the prophet that you have given to us we bless you Father in the name of Jesus and as every head is bowed and all eyes closed maybe somebody invited you to church but you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior Christ is not honored in your life but today you want to say pastor I want to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I want to honor him in my life. Every head bowed, all eyes closed. You want to surrender your life to Jesus. Just lift up your right hand wherever you are. And I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. I like the way your hand just went up. God bless you. Let it go up above your head. God bless you at the back. I see your hand. God bless you. Over there, I see your hand. God bless you. Let it go up. God bless you. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, please do one more thing. And ashes by them, help them. Come to the front. I want to pray with you. Come, come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Oh, keep clapping for them as they come. Give him your life today. Give him your life today. Come all the way. Come on to Jesus. Clap for them. Many people are coming to Jesus. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Let him have his way. Come. Come. God bless you. Anybody wants to join them, come quickly. We're going to pray. We're going to pray. Those of you in front, I want you to lift up your two hands. It's a sign of surrender. And we're going to pray together. Just repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, this morning, I thank you for shedding your blood to wash away my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's book of life from today I am yours and you are mine thank you Jesus for saving me Amen Amen God bless you you've taken a very important decision God bless you see our lady pastor standing here she's going to talk to you and she'll give you one of the books of the greatest prophet and the greatest teacher I've ever known that book will change your life make you a better person please follow her this way god bless you clap for them hallelujah let's welcome bishop oko botedoku to close the service put your hands together as we welcome him hallelujah come on put your hands together for the lord somebody oh please don't sit down I'm not asking. Which month is that that I sat down? <laughs> Mr. Fabian, I just want to say thank you. Thank you because, you know, in fact, whilst we were preaching, I heard a lady, she said, God bless you. God, I mean, you know that I know that what you are teaching us has entered into our hearts. And if anyone was ever confused 
about why our prophet should be honored today light is shining in your darkness and understanding has come if it is true lift up your hand and say yes and you and I know that listen listen a true prophet does not need anything that you are giving you and I know you are the one who needs the blessing it's like a, a look one of the funniest things you know preaching to children one of the funniest things I see in a child's life is a child that does not want to honor his mother and his father I find it funny you who are you what, do, what is in your future do you know tomorrow at least the mother and the father they've, they've, they've lived their lives so if they will buy a car they have bought it if they will build the house they have built it but you a little child and God is showing you the path God is showing you the path that will lead to your blessing and instead of listening to God you are listening to a demon that's what I was saying, I was saying in the first service I will say it again that next week Sunday is a crossroad it's a T-junction some will turn left, some will turn right and I've reached a point in my life that I've stopped apologizing to people for my blessing because me, I know how I got it. I know where, how I got to where. Yeah, I know, I know that it is through honoring the prophet. You know, sometimes you see church members, it's like, oh, you are blessed. It, when there is, I stopped, I stopped. I was even sharing this testimony. I'll just share it quickly so that we can sit down there. During Bishop's birthday, the, the gift I wanted to give him, I didn't have. The one, the one I wanted to say thank you, I didn't have. And I said, God, I want to honor your son. I was there Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, I think Wednesday, I got a call. Somebody I had not seen in a long time. He said, oh, he's coming to this. He came to me when he came. He was holding two shirts and a tie. I said, no, this is not it. I don't, this is the God. This is not what I was talking about. Then just when he was about to leave, he came and he put an envelope in my hand. Yeah. Then he said, listen, listen, listen. He said, I have been saving this for more than a year. I've not touched it. But when I was coming, the Lord, he had, in fact, Bishop Fabian, I just, the Holy Ghost has just reminded He had actually come earlier to give me these two shirts, but they were small. So he said he was going to change the, the size and bring it. So when he was bringing the change size, he said, the Lord spoke to me. This thing that I put aside, he said, the Lord said, I should. when he gave it to me, I, I, I knew what it was for. I knew what it was for. I knew it was not for me. You see, some of you, if you are listening to me, this week, your prayer topic will be, Lord, be prophet, prophet, that he want mills. The honor I want to honor him with, even that one. So Lord, you, you'll be surprised. Your testimony shall be sweet. Bishop Fabian, I love you. And I love your preaching. And thank you for leading us. Put your hands together for the Lord and you may be seated. Ah. Why? Meaning your hand were you on okay? You can you not see? He's our own. This is the, it's like they say, there are some countries they don't. I remember when I went to South, please, I beg you, let me talk small. I beg you. 
I went to South Africa some years ago. I don't know whether it's the same today. But, and in the evening, they had left the doors open. I said, hey, close the windows, close the doors. They said, ah, what's the problem? I said, mosquito. So here, there are no mosquitoes here. No open gutter, no mosquito. <laughs> it's not everywhere that they have malaria. You, the problem you have, eh? it is through honoring God that you get the solution. Oh. You, are comparing yourself, you are comparing yourself to somebody in, a, in another place. They, they have free education, free health care, when you call 911, ambulance comes for you. Here, you need divine, divine supernaturals. You need supernatural helicopter to come for you. I see your finances turning around. Put your hands together again for the Lord. Amen. Please, if you brought your tithe to church, I'll kindly ask that you come to the front. Let's receive the tithe quickly. We have about 55 seconds to close the service, so let's do this quickly. Bishop, I cannot stop saying thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Even when I'm not saying it, I'm saying it in my heart. You are worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be praised. You are worthy. Understanding, oh God, that everything we have it comes from you. I pray, oh Lord, in the name of Jesus, that may these ones be blessed of you and by you. Open the windows of heaven, Lord, show them that you are faithful. I thank you, oh God, for these lives, Lord. Protect them, keep them as they bring their tithe to you. Honor them, Lord, even as they honor the prophet and honor you. In Jesus' name, I pray. And everyone said, Amen. All right, put it in. Please. Take out an offering, take out an offering, take out an offering. Hallelujah. If you have your lablam, you took an envelope, you want to support, uh, join the lablam, you took an envelope that you want to support the crusades in Congo, please, you can bring your envelope. If you also took it there, took, um, sorry, the envelope during the lablam conference also, you can bring it. There's a, there's a basket here. But according to our months, please take out take out your offering. I'm going to read the results from last month. Pink sheet. I'm reading from last. Reading from last. I'm reading from the last. In the last position. February. Clap for them. I'm worried. Pastor Richie, 
that. You are not wise. When I said they are lying, I said 28 days. That's why they are last. Look at you. 11 position. September. Hey. September. Oh, El Fatamo. El Fatamo. In this, eh? In the second, eh? Oh, sorry, I'm counting scared to sort. Ah, Okay, but the, the last is February. Last in the February. Eleven uh, October. Uh-huh. Where are you? Bishop uh, they are sitting behind you. Ten position. Ten position. January. Those are the Reverend Abel and Fatal. Let me go to the first three. Third position in the second service, and the third position is September. I'm sorry, I hear recount in Following closely in the second position in the second service, April. And the leaders in the second service, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, it's July. It must be November. What did you give that you are saying it's November? Look, everybody, take out an offering. Take out an offering. November, please. If you are in November, I can see some November bonds at the back. Come here, I beg you, come. Oh, it's true. November bonds, I can see some of you. You are wearing yellow. They are not minding me. Come, 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 come. And bring your money with you. There's another basket. Aha, okay. Please, you are catered for. Lift up the offering. I can see Bishop Fabian has entered the pocket that he doesn't usually enter. He has taken a certain pocket, then he has gone here too. Father, in the name of Jesus, glorify yourself. Through your people, in the name of Jesus, we pray. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. So, baby is moving to August. Peace. Overall, last. Overall, last. February. 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 Eh, February. Let me receive it. Receive it. Be free. Overall, last but one. January Then 10th position The 10th of October 10th month is 10 Third position overall December And second overall is June and for the month of August the first overall overall is July they are surprised they themselves they are surprised <laughs> oh clap 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 give good offering amen please uh, if you celebrated your birthday this month uh, oh ah oh sorry but today the time 
Always we sing something. Time. Next week. Eh? Clap for them. You are who? Reggae. Sorry, eh? our time. Please, if you celebrated your birthday in the last month, come forward. You must all be here in September. Come forward, please. Celebrated your birthday. Happy birthday. So in the last week, in the last week, you celebrated your birthday last week. To Jesus be true. God's mercies and blessings rain down upon you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Bless you. lovely September months. Thank you, O Lord, for their lives. Thank you for adding another year to their years. I pray, O Lord, exalt them. Lift them up. May everything they do, may it do well. Create a hedge around them, around their families, around their possessions, around their flocks. Lord, I pray, may they flourish and may they prosper. Thank you. They've come to church, O Lord, to come and say thank you. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. You are blessed, O. You are blessed, O. You are being escorted by Bishop Fabian's wife, Lady Pastor Caroline Fabian. She'll take, oh, please go with her. Then she'll celebrate you. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. Let's rise to our feet that we are closing, like I promised earlier on. Is there anybody here you are married? Lift up your hand this way. You are married. You're married. <laughs> now, no, lift, don't do this. Do this. <laughs> now, do this. No, this way, this way, do it this way. <laughs> what does it mean? It means that when we close, all married couples are going to the Adelaide Chapel. So do it again. If you are married, lift your hand. Then if you are married, do this. <laughs> so church members, watch them. If you see somebody going this way, a person has made a mistake. Let's do it for the last time. If you are married, up. If you are married, this way. Michael, I'm watching you. Michael and Pamela, I'm watching the two of you this way. So, Pato, when we close, when we close, we are all going to the chapel. Short, very short meeting. Amen. All right. We cannot close without acknowledging those who are visiting with us for the very first time. If you are visiting for the first time, stand where you are and wave so that those around you can welcome you today. Wow, 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 wow. Those around them, please hold their hands and bring them to the front. Bring them to the front. Cause you are welcome to the family with us. smile because you know the word is hard, you know what I'm saying yeah. we have a special reception for you to say thank you for coming and it's our prayer that as you've come once you'll come twice and you'll come again and again ladies please escort them go this way I beg you go this way thank you so much 
fellowship, contribution, participation, sweet influences of our builders now from Amen. We trust that you have been blessed, refreshed and encouraged by the preaching of God's word. For further inquiries, call plus 233-307 0104 Eddie Fabin is also on Facebook and Instagram. God bless you.